Under Secretary Francisco Sanchez brings an extraordinarily uh, rich and diverse history of experiences that relate to what the export aspect of American goods and services and skills and technology uh, abroad happened to be. He, he's the Under Secretary of Commerce for International Trade. This building is the Ronald Reagan Building and the International Trade Administration. So he personifies and manifests what this institution is all about and what its uh, mission and vision happened to be. He served as a senior policy advisor to President Barack Obama during the 2008 presidential campaign. He also served in the Clinton administration before in the 1990s in the White House. He brings together something of 15 years of work as an attorney, specializing in negotiation, uh, labor management issues, uh, alliance uh, management issues, litigation settlement, facilitation and training. These are some of the questions that have been put to the previous speakers by the corporate representatives here for insight and information and, and analysis places like Iraq and, and, and elsewhere as to where the situation is not as clear on a legal front or constitutional front or trade and regulation and implementation or dispute settlement uh, front as such. So he's had a career in complex uh, negotiations. He's also been an advisor uh, in Colombia as well as Ecuador. And he won the award in Tampa, Florida of Hispanic uh, Businessman of the Year. And being in Tampa is uh, synergistic in the sense that that's the headquarters of the United States Central Command, which has the mission of promoting and projecting and protecting stability and security in the region, without which the prospects for doing business and for peace and prosperity are more elusive than would otherwise be the case. Secretary Sanchez. Good afternoon. Dr. Anthony, thank you for that kind and uh, complete introduction. And to all of you, uh, I know that uh, you've had a very, very uh, full day, a good day of speakers and panelists. Uh, so I know that they've been thought provoking, but nevertheless, the day has been long. So I'm very grateful to you diehards uh, who are hanging in here and uh, willing to, to sit in for, a, for yet another speech and, uh, and hear me speak. So I'm, I'm grateful to you all as well. Um, I'm very happy to be speaking at this conference for a lot of reasons, uh, but not the least of which because I've made several trips to the Middle East in the last six months, and I've seen firsthand the opportunities that exist to strengthen our commercial relationship uh, between the United States and that region of the world. So uh, I hope very much that my remarks this afternoon can help make this meeting, the uh, 19th U.S. Arab Policymakers Conference, uh, all the more successful and productive. Part of the progress that needs to be made is the economic empowerment of the MENA region. And trade is fundamentally important to our common efforts to advance the region economically. 
Uh, from my perspective as Undersecretary of Commerce for International Trade, uh, as I said, I have traveled to the region and I have seen firsthand in trips to Kuwait, to Iraq uh, just two weeks ago, to Qatar, to Saudi Arabia, to Algeria and Libya, how the Middle East and North Africa are integral to achieving our export goals and in turn increasing economic activity in the region. Uh, our largest markets in the region, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Israel, and Egypt, each play an important part in this effort. Earlier this year, the International Trade Administration identified Saudi Arabia as a next-tier market, a distinction that it shares with countries like Indonesia, Colombia, Vietnam, South Africa, and Turkey. South Africa is the largest economy, excuse me, Saudi Arabia is the largest economy in the Middle East and has the world's largest oil reserves. In 2009, Saudi Arabia imported approximately 10.8 billion from the United States, making it our 20th largest trading partner. Looking at the entire MENA region, excluding Iran, the collective 2009 GDP was over 1.8 trillion. This is larger than Russia and roughly the same size as Brazil. The region's GDP growth rate from 2009 to 2010, again excluding Iran, was estimated at 13%. In today's global economic scenario, I can assure you, and I don't need to tell anyone here, a 13% growth rate is pretty impressive and something that we have to pay attention to. The region's 2009 population was over 290 million people. That's more than 100 million more people than either Russia or Brazil. These aggregate figures too easily hide the complexity of the region, but they do tell a story of